All kinds of crazy things going on out there right now. And I'm telling you what, you can let your mind go, your mind can run wild if you don't rein it in. And the only way to rein it in in all this chaos is by the Word of God and by getting in the spirit of worship, by putting your focus on Him and trusting in Him and saying, no, no, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to listen to that. I'm going to trust God with all my heart. I'm going to lean on His ways. I'm going to trust the Word. I'm going to trust what the Word says. 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 5, it says, But mark this, there will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous, rash, conceited, Lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Having a form of godliness but denying its power. Have nothing to do with them. I like that. There's no, there's no gray area there, right? There's no compromise in the word. Have nothing to do with them, Paul says. You can't, you can't misunderstand that. Paul is telling this to Timothy, and he's also telling it to us. Even though things might go bad from worse, Timothy, you just need to hold on. If you read a little bit farther in chapter 4, you, can, you know that what Paul is saying is, hold on. Hold, hold tight. Brace yourself. Brace yourself. Stand firm, you can say. You know, it's funny, in my wife's prayer time this week, this last week, she got the word from God, brace yourself. Brace yourself. And I thought, wow, what's going on in the spiritual realm? We need to brace ourselves. We need to brace ourselves what's coming upon this earth. But we need not be afraid of what's coming because we know what's coming. It's the spirit of the Antichrist that's rising up out of the sea and out of the earth that's already upon us and it's raving havoc throughout the nations of the world. You see it happening. It's what it is. The spirit of the Antichrist is alive and well and he's running wild because his time is short. Because he knows what's coming. Remember last week when I preached last week and I said, you know, when Jesus got in the boat to go over to the man who was possessed with the multiple demons called Legion that was in him. There's over 2,000 demons going to the Gadarenes. He got in the boat. Remember, Jesus gets in the boat. And what happens on the other side? I can hear it. I can see it. I can, I can picture it in my mind. That man looking out. What is that bright light? What's coming across the sea? I know that light. That bright light. What is that that's coming my way? 
That's what's going on today. The devil is out there going and looking. And he knows that light. He's been in that light that devil has because he was at the throne of God. And he sees that same light coming across the sea that demon-possessed man does. And those demons inside him, like I said, they know who Jesus was. It didn't take them a year and a half to figure out who Jesus was. Because as soon as that Jesus touched the other side of that land and the Gadarenes, that demon-possessed man came down to Jesus and said to him, Jesus, Son of God. Remember? He said, Jesus, Son of God, what are you doing here and what are you wanting with me? The demons knew who Jesus was. They saw him coming. They felt him. They sensed it. They felt power coming from across the sea. And the same demons that were alive then are still alive today. And they're after you and they're after me. And they're after every one of us that are called Christians. We walk around with a big old target on our back. And if you think you're exempt from his attacks, then you're lying to yourself. You're not exempt. You just need to plead the blood of Jesus over your house, over your family, over your children. You need to plead the blood of Jesus for protection every day, over your cars. Because hell is coming. And he's after each one of us. And he's after the nations. And he wants to destroy you. And he wants to destroy me. Amen? Amen. Timothy tells, or Paul tells Timothy in in chapter 4. He said, hold on, Timothy. Hold on. Preach the word. In the presence of God and of Jesus Christ who will judge the living and the dead. And in the view of his appearing in his kingdom. I give you this charge. This charge is still good for today. It has not changed over 2,000 years. The charge is the same today just for all of his saints. Not just for pastors and priests. And deacons and elders. But for everybody. I give you this charge. Preach the word. Preach the word. Be prepared. Right? We need to be prepared. In season and out of season. Correct, rebuke and encourage with great patience and careful instructions. Brace yourself. Stand fast. Be prepared. Hold on. It's going to be a wild ride, but don't forget that I'm with you. I'll never fail you or forsake you. But you keep looking up. You put your head up, Timothy. You put your head up, Timothy. You put your head up. You walk high because the God that created the heavens and the earth lives in you. What did Paul say to Timothy? That spirit that was in your grandmother, Lois, I know is alive and well in you. I feel it. I sense it. It's the spirit of the Holy Ghost that's in you. Stand your ground. Put your head up. Be prepared. Be a soldier. 
When you enlisted in God's arm, when you enlisted and you said the salvation prayer, it wasn't no patty cake walk. It's not you're a soldier in the army of the living God. Right? It's not going to be easy peasy. You got to give up things. You got to give up the world. You got to run with God. You got to run with the horses, right? We've heard that a couple. How can you walk with men if you can't? Or how can you run with men if you can't run with the horses? What's the saying? I got it all mixed up now. I'm all excited. How can you how can you walk with men if you can't run with the horses or something like that? I'll get it I'll get it for you for next week if I don't get it later. God is a pop it into my spirit. But I'm telling you, we gotta run with horses. Horses are pretty fast, right? We got to run with horses. We got we got deer's feet, hind's feet. We read earlier today. He gives us the hind's feet like a deer to be able to climb mount, mountains so we can get with him. Now we got hind's feet. We got to run with horses. We got to be soldiers. We got to be in shape to do that. Help me, Jesus. I'm out of shape. But we need to be spiritual warriors, strong, mighty in his army. And that's who we are. Paul says the same thing to us today. You keep your head up. Because in the end, there's a reward for you. That's what he said in Timothy. He goes, I'm going. I'm getting the crown of righteousness. I've ran my race. I've run it to the hilt. I did a good job. I kept my head up. I didn't get discouraged, even though I was shipwrecked, beaten, stoned, and thrown out. I kept my head up. I kept running the race. And when I get to heaven and I see Jesus face to face, he's going to give me a crown of righteousness. We are overcomers. Don't get caught up in the world. But be separate from the world. Be, we live in this world, but we're not part of the world, the Bible tells us. <clears throat> be ye separate. Paul tells the same things in the, to the Ephesians. In Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 12. Putting on the full armor of God. Amen? Amen. I thought I'd mark it. It's close. Wait a minute. Philippians, Ephesians. I'm in there. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. You know, the devil never stops scheming, doesn't he? He never stops stops planning. He never stops. He's always out there posing as a roaring lion, as a deceiver, as an angel of light. 
How many are going to get deceived over that? Many. He says even the elect will get deceived. We need to be careful. Be strong in the Lord and His mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can do what? Take your stand. Brace yourself. Be prepared. Against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when you day of the evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you've done everything to stand, stand firm then, with the belt of truth. Come on, let's all stand up and put it on. Let's put the armor on. Let's do it. Let's just stand up and do it. You know, I was thinking about this. We need to do this every morning. Stand up. Let's put the belt of truth on. Come on, put it on. Put your armor on. The belt of truth. Buckled around your waist. The breastplate of righteousness. With your feet fitted with this readiness. That comes from the gospel of peace. And of this and this, take up the shield. The shield of faith. Which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the enemy. Of the evil one. And then put on the helmet of salvation. And take the sword of the spirit. Which is the word of God. Amen. The word of God. And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints. Amen? You may be seated. We need to do that. We need to physically get up and put that armor on. And we need to walk out every morning with that armor on. Don't leave your house without putting the armor of God on and pleading the blood of Jesus over you. Don't do it. So you're ready. Pray, pray, pray. You know, in the end of that scripture, Paul tells us to pray five times. Pray, pray, pray. Why? Because prayer moves the hand of God. Prayer moves the hand of God. How did he tell us to pray? He said, pray in the Spirit. Pray in the Spirit. That's your tongue. That's what Julie prayed earlier. That's 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 praying in your mind. Praying in your spirit. With all kinds of prayers. Be alert. Keep on praying for all the saints. That's praying for your brothers and sisters in the Lord. All around the world. You know, there's persecution going on all around the world. And it's coming to our house. It's coming to our lands. It's here. It's been here. Pray. 
Pray for the saints in North Korea, still the number one persecuted place in the world for Christians. If they hear you talking about Jesus or God, they will bring you out and kill you. Right there in the streets, right there in your own house. You cannot have a Bible. You can't even watch television. Pray for all the saints. Paul says, pray for me. That you might preach the word fearlessly. Declaring God's word fearlessly. Pray that, pray that for you. Pray that you would be fearless warrior for God. And not afraid to preach the word fearlessly. That you be bold. Pray, 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 pray. I think a lot of the power of the church has been gone because they've forsaken prayer. One of the first things that goes when people don't come to, they might come to a Sunday service, but they might not, they're not going to come another day. They're not going to come out on a Wednesday and pray, a lot of them. Pray, pray, pray. Pray, pray, pray. Can't say it enough. We need to pray, pray, pray. We need to be covered in prayer. It moves the hand of God. It makes straight your paths. He makes straight your paths. Pray that he goes before you every day. You know, when we pray, it has divine power. Prayer has divine power. It says in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 3-5, through 5, For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to take down strongholds. Not just take them down and tear them down, but to demolish them. To demolish strongholds. We need to be demolishing strongholds of the devil over our area. We need, to, we need to call down those strongholds that are over our lives, over our children, our grandchildren, over our nation. The powers, the principalities of darkness, those are strongholds. We need to call them things down. Bind them up in Jesus' name. I guarantee you, there's not a demonic stronghold in heaven. I believe every one of them is bound because there's a throne and there's a king that who, who emits light. There's a darkness has to flee. And the Bible says what's bound in heaven we can bind on earth. Time to bind those demonic strongholds in Jesus' name. Though we live in the world, we don't wage war as the world wages. We have to remember these things, church. We have to remember these things. We have to get them in our spirits and we have to believe them. It's like the very bedrock of our faith. 
Amen. This is the this is the sure foundation on which we stand. When I was thinking about this, I couldn't help but think of a football coach. I played football when I was a kid in school. And you know, every year, what do you do? You start out with the basics. The coach starts out with the basics every year. A new year comes, the same thing with any sport. You start out with the basics. You start out with doing the drills. You start out with the stances. You start out with the counts. You start out with passing the ball or whatever it is. Dribbling the ball, the basics. Basic, simple layups if you're a basketball player. You start out with the basics. And you know, all of us in high school, all of us kids were like, come on, let's get moving on. I want to move on past the basics. Let's get to the good stuff. Right? Let's get to the big plays where you're throwing it 90 yards downfield or these big runs and all these big things. Right? But you know what? If we don't have the basics, if you don't have the basics to build off of, you've got nothing that's going to help you to stand. You've got to start with the basics. You've got to have a sure foundation. Because once you get the basics down and you get them in your heart, then you can move on to bigger and better things. You just can't skip the basics over and think you're going to have the greatest football team in the world or make it to the Super Bowl because you're going to get shocked. Because even though the other team across from you might not be as good as you, might not have as much talent as you, but if they've got the basics down and they're moving together as a unit in one accord... You're not going to stop them. And that's the same with the church. The church has got to come together sooner or later. And it's going to come together sooner or later. Hopefully sooner than later. we got to get our stuff together. All the churches do. So that we can stand in unity. Amen? But we got to get the foundations down. Let's get the foundations down. Let's get the let's get the scriptures down and get them in our heart, so we know them. So when the devil does come, you can just—it's nothing. It's like yeah, yeah, no, I know the truth. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody, no other man goes to heaven except through him. Sorry, gone. Get out of here. No temptation to seize you except what's common to man. God is faithful. He would not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. Sorry, devil, you got to go. Sorry, devil, you got to go. Covered by the blood of Jesus. Covered by the blood. I'm protected by the blood. I'm washing my mind in the blood every day. Wash your mind in the blood of Jesus every day. Because it all starts with one little seed. One little bit of yeast affects the whole loaf. It all starts with a little door open here, a little compromise there. The next thing you know, the enemy's in like a flood. Cover your mind. You know, I've been praying over these church doors for years. Lord, I bind up anything that's from the devil. Can't come in this place. He has to flee in Jesus' name. We anoint the doors. We anoint the windows. 
We fill this house with God's prayer and His Word and with worship. And that's what you got to do. When you do cast out a demon, you got to fill it. You got to fill the void with the Word of God, with worship, with prayer, with the Holy Spirit. You know, because once you clean the house, if you don't fill the house, then seven more come back, it says in the Word. So we got to fill the house. That's you. You're the temple of God. Fill it with the Word of God. The days we are living in are going to require us to have a strong foundation and to be disciplined. To be able to just stand and brace ourselves and let God be God and our enemies be scattered. Amen? Putting on the full armor of God because our God is able to save and deliver and heal and restore and do all things that are impossible. (laughs) Amen? He's so much bigger than we can imagine. You know, God is so much bigger than we can imagine. Think about it. God breathed the stars. He spoke the stars into existence. Ephraim, how big is the biggest star? What's the name? Is it Mufasa or what's it called? Huh? I didn't hear him. How big is it? Four billion times bigger than the sun. 4.7 times. 4.7 billion times bigger than the sun. And God spoke that thing into existence. Can you believe that? That's how big our God is. So as he speaks the universe into existence. The earth is his footstool. He's much bigger than we can imagine. Than we can ever imagine. But yet, he comes to us humbly as a man. He comes to us humbly even as a baby. Born in a manger. Think about that. He came as a lamb. He's coming back as a lion. That's going to be awesome to see, isn't it? And we're going to see it. Because God says, then the Word says, this generation that sees all these things happening, that's going on in the world right now, these birth pains, this is the generation that will not pass away, but will see the God, will see God coming on the clouds, riding on a white horse. This is the generation, and we are part of that generation. And that's going to be an exciting day. So there is going to be chaos all around us. Earthquakes, famines, wars, rumors of wars. You can read all of it in Luke chapter 21 and Matthew chapter 24. Go home and read them. You can read it. It's happening right now. These are the beginning of birth pains. But we have nothing to be afraid of because our God is for us. Nothing to fear. Because our God is able. 
And that he's got a plan and he's working his plan. And his plan ends out for the good for all of us that love him. Amen. His plan ends up with him on earth with us. How about that? Heaven on earth. That's where his plan ends up. That's the end of the book. It's not the end of our lives. Because <laughs> we're eternal beings. Amen. Amen. Whoo! Thank you, Lord. Let's let's bow in prayer as I close. Thank you, Lord. Father, I praise you and I thank you, Lord Jesus, for you are good. And your mercies endure forever. And great is your faithfulness. Lord God, we're so thankful to be called children of God. We're so thankful that our names are written in that book of yours, the Lamb's book of life. That in there is written all of our names. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that we'll reign with you forever and ever and ever and ever and ever till eternity and beyond. Thank you, Jesus. For you're the God of God of order, not the God of chaos. And you're the God who's in charge of everything that's happening right now in this world. And Lord, we're trusting in you and we're believing in you that you got us covered. No harm shall come near our tents in Jesus' name. No plagues, no pestilence. A thousand may fall on my left, ten thousand may fall on my right, but it shall not come near our tents. In Jesus' name, I pray this, and I believe it, Lord God, it's your word. And your word says you'll never fail us or forsake us. Lord, let us keep our eyes focused on you, the author and perfecter of our faith, the author and perfecter of our lives, who wrote it out ahead of time, and you placed it in the presence of our enemies. Lord, I thank you and I praise you for what you're doing. I thank you that you got us covered. That we're under the shelter of the Most High. That, Lord, your, your, your wings and talons there are protecting us. Keep us, Lord. Keep us near you. And I pray that not one of us would stray away, but we would keep our eyes on the prize. And we would run our race like horses and deer's feet, Lord God. Like this world has never seen. And, Father, I pray for your Holy Spirit, Lord God, to go before us this week and prepare each day that we would remember to get up and put the full armor of God on. And, Lord God, that we would not listen to the enemy, that we would block them out, that we're covered under the blood, and we would believe your word, for it is powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. Lord, and I thank you and I praise you for your people here today. Pray that you would bless each one of them. Lord God, bless us. Bless those that aren't here. Lord, heal their bodies. Heal those that are sick. Rebuke this COVID-19 in Jesus' name. It's gone. Over. Done. Covered under the blood. Keep your people safe. Bless us, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be dismissed.